The Razorback basketball team drops an inexcusable game at home. What has happened to Devo Davis, and where can the Razorback basketball team go from here? It's all coming up on the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. You are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 103.7 The Buzz and 103.7thebuzz.com. Today's episode is brought to you by NetSuite. NetSuite is the number one financial cloud system to power your growth. Head to netsuite.com slash NCAA for special end-of-year financing on the number one financial system for growing business. I wish that I could start this podcast saying positive things. Uh, especially how great everything went this past weekend for Razorback football and everything. But sadly, I cannot. I cannot come to you with positive vibes only because the Razorback basketball team last night in Bud Walton Arena lost 75-74 to against Vanderbilt. Now, Arkansas is 0-2 in the SEC slate. They're 10-4 and overall. And they are behind the eight ball in the SEC right now. Uh, you know, there's a lot to unpack from this game. There's a lot to try to figure out and, you know, go through all the specific details of what all the problems were and, and everything. But Vanderbilt, and this is no disrespect to them, Vanderbilt is a better team, first off, than what we've seen over the past few years. They are improved. Uh, they're not a great team. They were probably not even a tournament team, but they are an improved team. But Arkansas, for whatever reason, continues to find ways to lose. And this is another example of a game where you have positive parts. Like you have things that look good. Like Stanley Amude had his best game as a Razorback. He had 28 points in this game. Uh, he was one of the guys that was really bringing it in the first half and ended up uh, being the leading scorer by far of the entire game. Even DC Tony comes in and really uh, looks good coming off the bench. He gets 20 points, makes a lot of free throws, and you know has a really good game as well. But besides that, your next leading scorer is J.D. Note, who goes 6-17, shoots a lot, but that's kind of what J.D. Note is, what we're expecting out of him. Jalen Williams gets six points, and then the rest of it's kind of it. Now, I won't say that this was an offensive problem because it wasn't. I mean, Arkansas scored 74 points. Offense wasn't really the issue, especially in the fact that Arkansas shot 46% from the field. But just like we can always look at from a few things in this box score, you can just point to one thing re really and say that was a difference. Free throw shooting. Arkansas missed 10 free throws in this game. 10. You lose by one point and you miss 10 free throws. That alone right there could have been was the difference in the game. You should never be a team that misses 10 free throws in a game at any point in time. And if you want to look at it from the Vanderbilt side of things when it comes to the box score, they hit 10 threes. They went 10 of 25 from three-point land. That's 40%. That is 11 points, percentage points more than their season average so far this year. The Thomas kid comes off the bench and hits five of seven from three. 
I, I just, I don't, I, I mean, I wish I could sit here and tell you that this is the recipe to fix all this, but there's not. It's annoying. It's frustrating that this team loses this way. It's the same song, different verse. Like the team that they go up against have their best three-point shooting game against Arkansas. Always. Always. And Vanderbilt did the same thing. Vanderbilt is a terrible three-point shooting team. A bad three-point shooting team. We had the voice of the Vanderbilt Commodores on my radio show yesterday, uh, Kevin Ingram. And that was even one of the things he specifically said was like, we are not a good three-point shooting team. We win games based on our defense. Well, in this game, the defense for Vanderbilt was decent, but not great because you gave up 74 points. The difference was your three-point shooting. Three-point shooting for Vanderbilt, missed free throws for Arkansas. There's your game. One-point game made the difference in all of that. And now so many of us are starting to wonder about where to go from here, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But this was a game that you had to win. You had to. You lost to Mississippi State last week. That one was a bummer. But to have this home game after nearly a week off, to get prepared and get ready, get fresh, get Note back, get Kamani Johnson back, to get back on the floor on your home court, and to lose this game to Vanderbilt cannot happen. Cannot happen. And I was even talking about this on the post-game show that we did yesterday uh, on 103.7 The Buzz. At what point in time do we get to where we're just like, you know, this team's just not good. You know, because I keep wanting to go to the point to where this team will click it, figure it out, because I think that there's talent there. There is talent there. We've seen the talent that's there. There is talent. Uh, there is some guys that can really make a difference in a game. Like, we've seen those elements, but it's just yet to get put together. And here we are 14 games into the season, and it's still not put together? At what point in time do we just say, you know what, this ain't going to work? This ain't going to get put together. You have 16 SEC games left. You have another non-conference game against West Virginia. Put it together, you got 17 regular season games left. That's a lot of games. A lot of games that can change a lot of things for this season. But the problem is, is that the SEC is extremely good. And these next two games, you got to go to Texas A&M, and then you come back home to Missouri next Wednesday. I felt like these next three games were going to be pivotal. And if Arkansas can win, win these next two, maybe you can say, all right, well, you're, you're back to even. Let's see what you do the rest of the year. Maybe you could do that. But there is nothing that is leading me to believe that this team is going to turn it around. There's nothing that's leading me to believe that this team is going to put all the pieces together and win. And win in this conference. And win in this league. There's nothing. This was a bad loss last night. This is a game that Arkansas should not ever have lost. The team played hard. The energy was there. But it just seems like in the start of these games, you got guys that are just waiting for somebody else to do something. Like that was the thing that started in the first half and in the second half for Arkansas. I think first half, Vanderbilt got off to a 5-0 run and um, Musk called a timeout. And then the second half, I think it was a 7-0 run that Vanderbilt went on. Like, it's almost like everyone's just kind of like, all right, well, we're in here. Let's just let somebody else figure it out. Oh, crap. We're down. All right, well, give me the ball. I'll go figure it out. 
it's, it just seems so unorthodox and unorganized and very annoying and frustrating to watch this team right now. But we'll talk about some of the specifics, especially a particular player that needs to step up their game here very soon in just a second. First, I got to tell you about Built Bar. It's in the new year, New Year's resolutions. It's about getting fit, right? Eating healthier for sure is part of getting fit. And that's why you need to make sure that Built Bar is in your New Year's plan. It tastes like a candy bar, but even better because it's healthy. It's got low calories, low sugar, but high in protein, high in fiber. It makes you feel good. It's easy, convenient. It tastes great. And they have so many different flavors to choose from no matter what. Even if you're not a, fan of, a huge fan of working out, the least you can do is try to something that tastes good and that is good for you. That way, you can try the delicious Built Bar. You can almost count it as a workout, right? So many flavors to choose from, but if you go to built.com and use promo code get uh, locked15, you will get 15% off your next order. Again, that go to built.com, use promo code locked15 for 15% off your next order. Also, want to tell you about this incredible app who, let's be honest, we all buy gas and we all need to know about this app. Get upside. All of you are making up to 25 cents for every gallon of gas every time you fill up by using this app. Just download the free GetUpside app from the App Store or Google Play right now. Use promo code SCORE and get a bonus 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's 25 cents or 50 cents cash back. And you don't have to pay the full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Download the app and use the promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people drive a lot more and they're making as much as two or $300 in cash back. And there's no catch. The cash is added right back to your account. So head over and get the free GetUpside app and use promo code SCORE to get up to 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first order. You are locked on Razorbacks. Your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right now, I want to talk about a specific player that's uh, been missing. If anybody knows where Devo Davis is at, please let us know. Uh, he is missed. Uh, we'd love to see him once again. And uh, I am, uh, listen. Devo is a player that on this year's team or this past year's team when they went to the Elite Eight was a pivotal part. He's a young freshman that had a lot of energy that seemed to have a, a role to play on the team, a really good lockdown defender, seemed to be money from the elbow jumpers. He just had a lot of confidence in him. But just over the past few games, he's just not been the same player. And it started at Hofstra. Hofstra, he had an awful game. He goes three of 11. And only has nine points in that game in 30 minutes. And then in Elon, he doesn't even play it. As, he doesn't even shoot, shoot a single shot. I mean, not one. He ends up getting a point because he goes one of two from the free throw line. Has six assists, six assists and six rebounds. And so it's like, okay, well, he wasn't great, but he found other parts to get into the game. And then against Mississippi State on the road, he was okay. He did have 15 points, but on 7 to 12 shooting and five rebounds and four assists and two steals. So it's like you saw that he, he was capable of it. But last night against Vanderbilt, he played nine minutes, had three turnovers and two personal fouls. And that was his stat line. That was his stat line. Devo Davis is better than that. Devo Davis has to be better than that. 
the one thing that you have not really been able to see out of anybody on this basketball team this year, besides maybe J.D. Note, is any sort of lick of consistency. Zero. I'm hoping Stanley Amude, after the past few games, will put it together because it seems like he's been pretty consistent at times. I'm hoping Odyssey Tony can get back to that point because at the beginning of the season, the dude was money. And you're hoping that he can start to figure it out now and get back to the way it needs to be. You're hoping that's the case. And then, again, no take kind of is that way. But Devo Davis, without a doubt, had his worst game as a Razorback yesterday. And for a guy that is arguably the most experienced Razorback basketball player on this team, who's been with the program for a very long time, there is zero excuse and zero reason for him to ever have a game like that. He is better than that. And I don't know really what the issue is because he went through such a great stretch, which I know consider the opponent and everything, but he went through such a great stretch where against Central Arkansas, Little Rock, Charlotte, and even Oklahoma, he had 16, 16, 18, and 26 points respectively. He was getting an average of six rebounds or five rebounds per game. He also was averaging around seven assists per game in that stretch. That's the Devo Davis that we all need back. We need that Devo Davis back. And against Vanderbilt at home, you get in for nine minutes and you turn the ball over three times and you have to commit 2,000. That's your game. That's your game. Mm -mm. Cannot, cannot happen. The Razorbacks need Devo Davis. But I don't know if it's completely on Devo Davis either. Devo Davis is not a point guard. As much as they try to put him into that role, he's not. And neither is J.D. Note. Neither of those guys are point guards. And that's one of the things that I've been just curious about. Is, are they trying, is, is Musk trying to force these guys into positions that maybe they're not strong at? Or try to mold them into the position that they're not strong at? Or maybe he's just their best option at these positions. Maybe that's the case. I don't know. But... It certainly seems like, for whatever reason, the point guard play has been lacking so much that you've been having to put guys in those positions to try to see if maybe they can make something happen. And on occasion, they will. And on occasion, they'll play well. Like, we've seen it. But the consistency part is what's bothersome. I think that with Devo, looking back to last year, the year they made the Elite Eight run, he was perfect in the role that he was, where he would start games. He would kind of just do the elbow jumper thing, be a lockdown defender, and be there when you needed him. Like, that was his role, essentially. And he flourished at that role. He was awesome at that role. You know, he couldn't hit threes. He could get to the lane pretty well. But the rest of it, you know, he just kind of left it up to somebody else. And the same thing with Note. Like, Note, coming off the bench, that spark, three-point shooter, get to the foul line, pretty good defender. That was his role, and that's what he was really good at. But then this year, it seems like they've kind of had to change roles. And again, that's not saying that they're being forced to do it. It's I think it's just by, by default. Like, they have to do it because they have to be able to make plays and get the team rolling, and they just don't have the pieces, so these are the next best options that they have. I'm sure that's the case. But you can't have some of your most experienced players on this Razorback basketball team, from last year's team at least, having games like this and being inconsistent like this and going missing like this. 
cannot have it if you want to be a good basketball team. And that's been the one guy with Devo Davis that I've been really disappointed in and how you haven't seen anything from him. And you need we need to see more. And hopefully this was a wake-up call for Devo to where he's going to turn it around, he's going to put it together, and he's going to be better from it. That's what I hope. But that type of game last night, it was surprising. Devo needs to be better. Razorbacks need to be better. And where do they go from here? We'll talk about in a second. This is it. The putt to win the tournament. If you sink it, the championship is yours. But on your backswing, your hat falls over your eyes. Is this how you're running your business? Poor visibility and you're still relying on spreadsheets and outdated finance software? To see the full picture, you need to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. It's the number one cloud financial system to power your growth. With NetSuite, you can automate your process and close your books in no time while staying well ahead of your competition. 93% of surveyed businesses increase their visibility control after upgrading Nets to NetSuite. Over 28,000 businesses already use NetSuite. And for the next year, NetSuite has offered a new financing program for those ready to upgrade on NetSuite.com slash lock. Head to NetSuite.com slash lock for one-of-a-kind special financing offer on the number one financial system for growing businesses. Again, go to NetSuite.com slash locked. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, so now where the Razorbacks go from here? Hmm. It's not a, really a question of, like, they have a choice. They got to get better and they got to win. But you have AM on the road this weekend. You have Missouri next Wednesday. You have on the road to LSU after that. South Carolina at home. AM at home. At Ole Miss. West Virginia at home. At Georgia. Mississippi State at home, and then that's when the schedule gets crazy. So from so basically Mississippi State, that final game of the easier stretch for the basketball season is February 5th. Today is January 5th. So exactly one month, one month, you have a schedule chock full of extremely winnable games besides LSU and maybe West Virginia depending on how they look at that point in time, this is an extremely winnable and favorable schedule. You have to go out and you have to get it done. How? Where do you go from here? Well, you start by going on the road to beat Texas A&M. Texas A&M is an improved team from last year. They're sitting at 12-2. They won on a buzzer beater against Georgia. Georgia is terrible. You should be able to be, if you're as good as what you say you are and what you hope to be, you should be able to go into that game and go into College Station and win. If you win that one and you win against Missouri, you get to two and two, you go to LSU. I don't think anyone's expecting you to win that one, but then you can probably get some string of wins going against South Carolina, AM, Ole Miss, West Virginia, Georgia, Mississippi State. Like by the time you hit February 5th, by the time you hit really the, the bulk of your SEC schedule, there is no reason why you can't have at least at least six wins and be something like six and three. There's no reason you can't do that. You are a good enough team to do it. You're talented enough to do it. And I know it's easier said than done, and there's no reason to make you feel confident that you will do it. But 
that's where you go from here. That's how you get it turned around. That's how you take it to the next step. Get better from what we've seen this past these past few games. You ha- you're capable of it. You're better than what you are showing right now. But the SEC is not going to be very forgiving. A lot of these teams, Vanderbilt was one of them. AM is one of them. You know, Mississippi State's one of them. Where they're not tournament teams right now, but they're vying for that spot. And they know that they're going to take a shot at you. And they know have and they have the blueprint to how to beat you. So it's going to be up to you whether or not you can make the change or make the difference in this game. Go into AM, win that one. Maybe there's enough time. But starting 0 2 in the conference slate, and if you go to AM and lose that one, start 0 3. I don't know if you're going to be good enough to get yourself out of it. I don't know if there's going to be enough to get you get you out of that hole, especially since those were three games that were pretty winnable compared to what it's going to be later in the conference slate. You're staring at a borderline NIT season. You're staring at possibly finishing the bottom four of the SEC right now. That's what you're staring at. I don't want that, and I don't. I hope to goodness that does not happen. But that's what you're dealing with right now. Turn around, fix it, fix it now. You have a chance against AM. If you don't do that, I got no hope for you. I hate to say it, but I got no hope for you. Appreciate everybody listening into Locked On Razorbacks podcast today. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at Buzz John Neighbors for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then.